Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are now on episode seven of what did we call decide to name this arc this this season? Fans Revenge. Oh yeah, something like <laughs> something that. Like that. Uh, welcome to season seven. This is episode seven. Uh, and in this season, every room that we play is has been designed by a guest game master, a fan who's come on the show uh, and designed a version of an Escape This Podcast escape room for us to play. So Danny and I get to play together, which is lovely. It's nice to play games with the person that I love. Aww. This is getting cut, right? No, this is oh. This is going to be the promo. Uh, so uh, our guest game master for this episode is Karen Anderson. Welcome, Karen. Hi. Nice to meet you. Yes, you too. Uh, I am very excited. Now, I this is another one where I'm going in blind, I think. I don't think I know the yep, setting or the theming for this room at all. So I'm ready to be excited and surprised. Uh, <laughs> and is this our, our first UK room of the season? It might be our first UK room of the season. Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> now, that might get cut if we're wrong. I'll have to go back and double check. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm really excited to play through, through the room. Um, so... Other than having written a, a audio room for us to play through, we do always ask two questions to people who come on the show. And the first one is, what is your escape room experience in general? I did my first escape room about three years ago. We lived in Huddersfield. And my partner said, oh, I've heard about this thing called an escape room. And we, we've rocked up and didn't know anything about it. And they went, right, off you go. And then we stood in a prison cell. Not a clue what we're doing. <laughs> and suddenly collecting playing cards with numbers on the back of them and going, this is brilliant. Um, and have been hooked ever since. So, you know, we wish we could do more, but they are expensive and time consuming. But mm. we've done as many as we can. There are some brilliant ones in Scarborough. Um, so, yes, absolutely love them and obsessed with them. So if there's a book, if there's a board game, if there's a podcast, I am into it about escape rooms. <laughs> if I could That's have a career awesome. in this, I would. I just haven't worked out how to do it yet. <laughs> well, for all of the escape room scouts out there in the audience, uh, if you like the room, you can hire Karen to design more for you. Uh, but the one thing I'll say, Karen, um, don't start an escape room podcast because it's full. It's all full. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Well, uh, so the other aspect of this show that it makes it different from a brick and mortar escape room is that it is escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role playing feeling. Uh, so do you have any tabletop role playing experience? Um, I've had a bit, uh, a bit of Pathfinder, a bit of D&D, a bit of Fiasco, which is brilliant. Um, I don't know it. Fiasco. Do you, what's a, that a fia one? Oh, Fiasco's great. It's kind of a, a one-off setting and you um, pick oh. your characters at the beginning and you have to have a relationship with someone else at the table. So you might be brother, friend, arch enemy, and then you sure. roll the dice to get the, the plot points of what's your objective, what are you trying to do, where is it uh. set? And yeah. then you just go for it. And it's it's more storytelling than kind of questing, but it's it's brilliant. Mm. And you can usually do it in a, in a one sitting. Um, oh, nice. And it's really fun. Yeah, really, really good. Awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> and I will say, um, yes, this is our first one from England and our fifth country. Really? So far. Wow. Five countries yep. in, seven episodes down. Yep. Canada, Germany, Australia, US. Um, and now the UK. Yep. All right, lovely. Well, I think we're ready to get going. I think we're ready to. Danny, yeah, are you I wanna, ready? Yeah, I want to learn what this notebook? is. Oh, I'm on the last page, the last double page spread of my current notebook, the one that still has my notes from episode season one, episode one. So <laughs> this is a finale this for this is, notebook. This is completing oh, the wow. notebook, which will then <laughs> oh, go. I hope it lives up to it. <laughs> straight on eBay. It will then go on sale for. Although there may be a nice reflection from the first one, so that's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm excited. Let's let's go. Take us away. Okay. On holiday in the UK, you find an escape room advertised, which is not far from your hotel. The website's a bit shoddy. It has annoying little animations and the link to the about section is broken. But an escape room is always a good way to spend an afternoon. So you book and turn up at the right time to a nondescript door in a street of shops and houses. You ring the doorbell. A buzzer sounds and the door makes a loud click. Tentatively, hoping you have the right address, 
You push open the door and enter a dark hallway. The door shuts behind you. The hallway is lit by a single dusty bulb. There's a door to your right with a no entry sign and an impressive large padlock that almost makes the sign redundant. In front of you is a door made up to look like a hotel door and has the number 407 on it. There is a Yale lock, but as you look closer, it's just painted on. (laughs) Speakers crackle and you hear a female voice. She's obviously reading a script and sounds more than a little bored. Not to be deterred, and after all, you've already paid. You listen as she sets the scene and reads the rules. Hello, my name is Chelsea and I'll be your game master today. Behind the door in front of you is a hotel room. The guest staying there has disappeared and you've been called in to find out what may have happened to them. The owners have given you 60 minutes in the room. You do not need to damage anything and there's a fire exit in there that is just a fire exit. It's to comply (laughs) with fire regulations. You can ignore it. It's not part of the game. I'll be definitely not ignoring that. (laughs) I'll be watching you on monitors and if you need any hints or help, just ask. Your time starts as soon as you enter the room. Well, with your expectations thoroughly lowered, what would you like to do? Uh, okay, so first of all, let's let's not play into this lady's game. What happens if we turn around and look at the doorway out? Not the way back outside. Yeah, the way back outside. <laughs> We've got to check that door first. <laughs> um, the door is open. And you could go back out into the street if you wanted to, but you would find yourself walking down a street and always finding yourself back at that same door. (gasps) What? (laughs) Well, I don't know how to draw that in my room illustration. (laughs) You just put a little infinity symbol outside the door. I think so. All right. Okay, so now (laughs) we've checked out the the, uh, way out and we're stuck in this... Uh, escape room dreamscape forever. <laughs> Do you want to check the non-room 407 door? I've got to be honest. If I'm being me in real life, I am far too much of a coward to do that. I would do exactly what I was instructed to do. Oh, are you sure? Because there's a locked door right here. I'm not saying you have to follow me. Can I have a look at the locked door that does not lead to room 407? You can do. It's um, an ordinary wooden door. There is a large and ornate lock that needs um, a large key. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for That's later. The best kind to draw. Uh, and so, is there anything else? Just I, I'm just really trying to put off starting your room. Uh, <laughs> so, is there anything else in the hallway that we can like? You dusty said light bulb. Dusty light bulb. Is that within reach? No. Is there is there any is there a carpet that we can lift up and there's 700 keys underneath? <laughs> uh, there's a carpet. It's a bit threadbare and worn, but it doesn't lift up. It's well stuck down. In mine, it's covered in infinity symbols because I didn't have anywhere else it. to draw that. Ooh. Well, I suppose we've got to enter room 407. Sure, man. I can't We draw. don't have to. No, I've just forgotten how to draw. I, I... What are you trying to draw? I just tried to, draw, to draw a big fancy lock and it looks like a hairband. Well, it kind of does. Oh, what a, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I'm having a bad drawing weekend. Now I'm going to draw a big fancy lock. It's going to look like this. It's going to go... I'm going to open the door to 407 while he's doing that. This might take a while. No, look, it's just like that. Huh. That's interesting. It's a different type of lock. It is. It is. All right, sorry. Uh, Let's open room 407. (laughs) Okay, so you're in a budget hotel room. The room is brightly lit with a fluorescent tube on the ceiling and the floor is a worn light grey carpet. The walls are nondescript magnolia with a print on the wall opposite, trying to brighten up the room. You have entered through a door in the left corner of the room, and in front of you is a single bed with a pillow and duvet, with its head against the left wall and jutting out into the middle of the room. If you looked from the room above, it would look like a U-shape to walk around the bed. I assume that it's a pretty small hotel room, so the bed takes up an embarrassing proportion of it? Yes. Beside the bed, 
on the far side from you is a small set of drawers with a lamp on top. All right, I'm having. Opposite the foot of the bed, against the right wall, is a dressing table, which is just a plain table with no drawers and a freestanding mirror on top and a stool pushed underneath. How do you draw mirrors, Billy? Uh, you draw an oval and then you give it little legs. An oval? Well, it's a freestanding mirror, so you could like pick it up and put it somewhere else. Yeah, that makes sense. I just went, oh, freestanding, cool. So someone just took a piece of glass and they leaned it so it doesn't fall. Okay, that's not a mirror, that's a piece of glass. <laughs> Mirrors are still glass. <laughs> not always. This room's budget, but I don't think it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, it now has little feet. There you go. Little dancing glass. Beside the dressing table, on the side nearest you, is a safe for the guests to lock away their valuables. On the other side of the dressing table, in the opposite corner of the room to where you're standing, is a white door. Ooh, okay. Oh, wait, no, hotel rooms can have doors and it's not no, always nefarious. <laughs> Beside the bed on the floor is a closed suitcase. As you step into the room, you move away from the hotel door and it clicks closed behind you. You notice a digital number pad on the back of the door lights up waiting for a code. That must be your way out once you solve the mystery of who the guest is. After all, you know you're never really locked in an escape room. I don't know about that. Um, okay, so uh, we should actually probably start. We've been wasting time looking at the hallway. That's true, that's we, true. We've got a real room to look at. So, Danny, yep. let's get started. Is that white door the fire door? No, it's not. Oh, no, they lied. There's no fire door. We're trapped, we're trapped. trapped forever. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, do you want to just sort of start where we're at and like radiate our, radiate our way outwards? I mean, I'm already at the door, so I think that we've crossed that okay, bridge okay. too far. Uh, so Cross the door that we came bridge too far. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the door we came in. Uh, there's just the number the number pad on it. There's nothing else like written or hidden on the door. No, it's a plain white door, and the number pad is above the handle. Wonderful. Cool. Um, and it is locked. It is locked. Oh. Hmm. Uh, okay, so. Do you want to, do you want to like maybe go to the suitcase? All right, it's sort all right. Of in between we can anti-clockwise We can ourselves. meet in the middle. Sure, sure. Uh, let's have a look at this suitcase. It's a small suitcase. Looks like it's for one person traveling fairly light, and it's closed, and it's got a little padlock that needs a small key to open it. So we need a little key. Yeah, lovely. I'm just going to enjoy the view a bit. Could you tell me a bit about the wall print on the opposite wall? Oh, yeah. I can do. It is an overly cheerful picture of the sun rising above a green field and the words rise and shine in a rising arc above it. It's slightly <laughs> crooked. Oh, no. Wait, the wall print is like... Is it's it, like, is it it's like, like a hanging a, picture. It is a hanging... Pr so it's like a print yeah. that is hanging. Yeah. Not, not someone's put the wallpaper on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, it's like a painting, but, it, but cheap. Wonderful. See, this is okay. Like, I was going to, I was halfway through drawing it, and then I was going to say, oh, no, it's crooked. I'm going to have to redraw it. No, I'm not. I can't draw straight anyway. And besides, <laughs> I'm about to fix it. I straighten up the picture. It's now straight. Okay. All right. Much uh, better. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, so what else do you want to look at? I think we're just going to scrounge. We're going to search, Danny. We're going to gather information. No, I'm looking at all the directions first. I look up at the light. <sighs> you are temporarily blinded by a fluorescent light. That's which, fair. Uh, it's far too bright for this hotel room. <laughs> but it's just a fluorescent light. There's nothing else on the ceiling. Cool. Cool. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to go and have a look at the chest of drawers, or the, like the, the, the drawers. The side table the drawers. The side table next to the bed. It's a small set of three drawers, and you can have a look at opening them if you want to. Yeah, yeah. From See if top any to of bottom, them open. I want to open the top one first. You try all three drawers, and the, the middle and bottom drawers open, but the top drawer doesn't have a handle. There is a small oh, circular what? hole where the handle should be. Now, this isn't a case yeah, where right. I can just say, what if I open the bottom drawer and then touch the bottom of the top drawer and sort of oh, wiggle it out and, like, with reach my fingers? Underneath it. I've, is, I'm I've assuming it's just I can't open it without a handle. 
you are able to open it that way. That you <laughs> have, you have struck upon the alternate solution. <laughs> oh, still no! <laughs> One of my playtesters has can, found that solution, so you're you were allowed to have it. Can I say my solution was going to be do the other drawers unscrew? Is that okay? <laughs> oh, that's a good solution as well. <laughs> oh man, there's a third one. Later in this game, we're going to find a handle and we're going to forget that we've already solved it <laughs> in an alternate way. We're like, what? we never used the handle. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel me. I feel like I've broken the room. But all right, I'll take it. So you open up the drawer of the bedside cabinet and inside you find a Bible, a key card and a handwritten list. What is the list list? The list is of local addresses of posh-sounding houses, and a couple of them have been crossed off the list. Hmm. Now, is this a sort of list where you where there's enough that you could read us the whole thing, or should we look for specific information later? There are just some posh-sounding houses, several on the list. I mean, we, we don't really know the area, so yeah, very when, little of it probably means anything to us. When do we find a us? reference to posh houses? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, now, is that just what was in the top drawer? Yes, the other two drawers were empty. They were empty. All right, yeah. cool. Can you tell me a little bit about this key card? It's a hotel key card, normal key card sized, white. That's it. Cool. And the Bible, if I flick through it, is there anything that jumps out to me immediately, like a highlighted passage that says... Hidden flask. Hidden flask. <laughs> A, um, a, a no, you gun. flick through it. You can see from the cover it's a King James Bible, but you flick through it. There is no turned down pages. There's no highlighting. There's no scribbles. It's it's just a slightly worn hotel Bible. Well, let's keep looking around, shall we? Oh, just before we leave that, uh, can I flick the lamp to see if it turns on? Uh, yes, it's it's already on, so you can flick oh. it to turn it off, and it turns off, and you can turn it back on again. Yeah. Well, let's leave it on. Okay. Is there anything? All the light if we, we can get. If we muddle around with the lamp, is there anything like underneath it? Like, if can we lift it off the the table and look at the base of it? Things like that. Any secrets? Ooh, when you lift it, there's oh. a playing card underneath. Ugh. It's the two of clubs. All right. The fun part: drawing clubs. My arch nemesis. <laughs> clubs are easy. I have a lot of arch nemesis when it comes to drawing. Okay, we, we haven't found the other playing cards, have we? No. All right, well, we got a card now. It's good to know. Well, okay, if reaching underneath things is helpful, then I'm going to go to town on this bed. So first of all, before I do that, can yeah, I just take a, look a at good the bed holistically look first. at the bed? <laughs> um, it's a neatly made single bed with a, a plain white pillow and a plain white duvet. Uh, first of all, I'm going to belly flop onto the ground to see if there's anything under the bed. There's nothing underneath. All I'm right. going to belly flop onto the bed to see if it's comfortable. It's not very comfortable. It's very ah. I am going to tear the pillow out from under his head and start <laughs> rifling through it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think we should go to a full rifle pillowcase, undo the sheets between the sheet and the doona, between, underneath the sheet. Like, un- I, I just hope there is because I really want to try to draw a more detailed pillow. Lift the mattress, look under the mattress. <laughs> you completely decimate the bed and under the pillow you find a playing card, the yes. four of clubs. Hey, okay, okay. Hold on, I'm still drawing a pillow. Why? It looks like it's a rectangle. It's a soft rectangle. It's a rectangle and then you write the word soft no, on it. No, see, you've got, to, you've got to elongate the corners a little bit. Actually, that's a very good pillow. I take it back. That's a, very, that's a phenomenal a, picture this, of a pillow. Yeah, stylized rectangles. Oh, that's my jam. Uh, all and right. yet playing cards. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So we found another card, but nothing else in the rest of our bed destruction. Nope, just now a really messy bed. Well, now I feel now I feel rude for having searched so much when it was just under the pillow. Shall we head over to the other side of the room, Danny? Sure. Let's have I a look at this uh, at the table. It's a, a standard table. Nothing really interesting about it. And it specifically didn't have drawers. Again, though, I'm starting to feel a bit of a theme. If I look underneath the table, like at the bo- underside of the table, anything? Nope, nothing on the table. Okay. How about for the stool? Ooh, what about the stool? Nothing underneath the stool. It's a bit rickety, but other than that, just a normal stool. Hmm. And oh, maybe we can use it to like, get to the light or something. Oh, maybe, but if it's rickety, I don't know if I like that. We'll get the light and then we'll fall and it'll be a cutscene. Um, <laughs> if we look in the mirror, do we see ghosts behind us? Thankfully not. Okay, cool. Uh, the mirror just seems to be acting like a normal mirror. Yeah, yeah, looks like a normal mirror. 
and what's but and what mobile. and what playing card is taped to the back of the mirror? <laughs> well, I never. There is a six of hearts with a fish <laughs> on the back. You just got to be confident sometimes. <laughs> Well, what, a six of hearts? Yeah. A six of hearts with a fish drawn on the back. Oh. Oh, okay. Do the other cards have anything on the back of them? No, just standard playing cards. Oh, interesting. Uh, the only things left are the safe and the door, by my reckoning. The safe seems pretty reasonable. Maybe we should have started with that. Let's check the safe. The safe is a small hotel safe with a digital lock. The display has three spaces, and underneath is a number pad from one to nine. Uh, well, do you want, we now have three numbers. Yeah, we don't know the order, order, and I don't know if this safe is going to like lock us out if we get it wrong. Yeah, I feel like that is a very safey thing to do. So maybe we should wait until we find something that indicates order, possibly. Although I don't know what could we could indicate order when we have a a, a four like two clubs, unless it's going to be something like a picture, like a mirror and a bed and then lamp, and you do in that order. Or yeah, who knows? Uh, okay, well. I don't want to try... I'm assuming 6, 4, and 2 are going to work eventually in some form, but let's not try that yet because we don't know. Do you want to just do the check out this final thing, the door? Yep, let's take a look. Can we have a look at the white door? Okay, so as this is a hotel room, this is presumably the door to the bathroom. Mm. The handle I do is... presume. <laughs> the handle is silver and chunky with a large panel with a horizontal slot on it. The door is locked... Let's hope the hotel guest never needs to use it in a hurry. Mm. Uh, does that slot look like it might fit a key card? Well, it might. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try I it? I take the key card and I go, whoochink. You slide the key card into the slot. It makes a clicking noise, but nothing happens. The handle won't move. Oh, no. You take it out, give it a rub and try again. Still nothing. It seems like the right thing to do. So you try again, and this time, as well as the handle mechanism clicking, there's a crackle over the radio. <laughs> oh, oh, I shut my eyes for a moment. Oh, I meant to, I meant to press this button when you do that. Here you go. Uh. <laughs> you try the handle, and this time you can push the door open to reveal a bathroom. Thank you, Chelsea, for your help with that. God. I was just starting to think right as we went to the door... I remembered her that and Chelsea knew is bad that, in her job. Yeah, and remember that we were definitely going to have to do something about that. All right, so uh. we're into a bathroom now? You are. So it's a very white bathroom lit by a harsh fluorescent light on the ceiling. The walls are tiled. The floor is cheap linoleum. There's a toilet in front of you. And beside that, to your right, is a basin. And further to your right, in the corner, is a glass shower cubicle. Thankfully, they all look very clean. <laughs> Next to the shower cubicle is the fire exit Chelsea mentioned. Ah. A door set flush into the wall, convincingly painted to match the white tiled walls, but with a lit regulation green fire exit light above it, completely shattering the illusion. <laughs> Fair. You hear the speakers crackle again. Oh, no. no! You hear a clattering noise and a bang like a door. Then suddenly you're plunged into darkness. The <laughs> fluorescent light in the bathroom has gone off and so has the one in the hotel room. The fire exit sign is lit, giving you a, a faint eerie glow in the bathroom. Just enough to see what you're doing. Has Chelsea gone and left you in there? What are you going to do now? Huh. Well, do you want to just leave then? If she's leaving, we can leave too. Let's it go out the feels fire like exit. if there's a chance we can catch her and yell at her, that uh, seems fair. Let's 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 uh, go out the yeah. fire exit, which by let's, law must work. I want to try shoving escape. open that fire exit. Okay, so you have a good look at the fire exit. You can see the outline of a door, but it is lying completely flush against the of wall, and um, painted like the surrounding tiles to to almost blend in. The gap around the door is too small to get your fingers in to prise it open. And it looks like it pulls open rather than pushes. Oh, no. <sighs> this is a bad room. Excellent. This is a death trap. That's okay. There's a shower in here. We'll be fine. 
Yeah, if there's a fire, we'll just put the shower on and hide in there. Can, can I test the shower? Can I clamber up to that? Feel for its taps? <laughs> you can do. Um, you can see just enough by the glow of the fire exit sign that you can you can still just about see your way around. And you can see that it's a square of cheap perspex with a shower head uh, on the above and the drain on the floor. The control on the shower is metal, and there's a sign pinned to it with a surprisingly large green magnet which says, out of order. Hmm. Now, I'm assuming this magnet would not be strong enough to hook to some mechanism of the fire exit and act as a handle to pull that door open. That's a wild assumption. I I mean, it really is. What? How many magnets have you seen do that? No, I just mean like if there's a metal in the door, you put the magnet, then you pull, and it's like we've got a handle. I don't think that's how doors work. Well, fire exits. I don't think that's how doors work. (laughs) Fine. Um, Is that magnet takeable, however? Yeah, can we steal it? Yes, you can. Good. Nice. Put that Out of order sign clatters to the floor. Uh, yeah, drawing a magnet for my inventory, I'll that's not going to be that interesting. Oh, fine, I'll draw uh, a circle and write magnet. Okay. Um, do, wait, did we try turning the shower on? Did it work? It's, no, it's out of order. Well, it says it's out of order. Let's try. Okay. You try turning it on, nothing comes out. Yeah, it's out uh, of order. Um, well, do you want to check the sink? Yeah, how about the sink taps? There's a hot and cold tap. You try them both, but the water doesn't work. Gotta be honest. This this escape room together must have been too cheap to put any plumbing in it. I gotta be honest, though. That's a pretty, uh, like, I don't blame an escape room for that decision. How how much free-flowing, guest-controlled water do you really want? Yeah, not much. Um, well, classic escape room. Can we search the toilet Specifically including the cistern where we take the top off and we have a look in the tank and see if there's a key. It'd be dark. Oh yeah, it is dark. You have a good look at the toilet. There's no water in the in the toilet, which is curious, but not unexpected considering there was no water in the basin or the shower cubicle. Mm-hmm. You lift the lid of the cistern and inside you find a bag of army medals wrapped in plastic. Oh. Fantastic. Can we can we have a look at these these army medals? We unwrap them. Are there is there anything interesting about them? Yeah, how you good is do. our squinting power? And <laughs> um, there are several army medals in there. They look old and they look valuable. Ah, to know. Okay, so we got some old valuable army medals. What do you want to do next? I feel like now we're kind of we've looked at everything. Yeah, if we stick our heads back into the main hotel room portion, does it all look relatively the same? Um, yes, it's now lit by that bedside lamp, just enough to nice. to see around, and it looks exactly how you left it. What about the door? Is the yeah. door now openable? You go over and test it, and no, it is still locked. And mm. now the number pad isn't lit anymore. Oh, no. Mm. Okay, so what, what, what's the plan here, Danny? How are we going to solve the exact this problem? opposite of what cheating. What do we need to do? We need to basically get out the fire exit because we're kind of trapped now. It seems so, yeah. This door seems to be totally dead, so the fire exit seems like the best way out. Now, you said it was painted to look like the tiles, or does it have actual tiles on it on the outside of the fire exit door? It's painted. It looks like a, a wooden door, and okay. it's, it's made up to look like as though it matches, and, and there is no door there, even though the big mm. fire exit sign gives you a bit of a clue. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. So let's do with what do we have and what do we need? So key-wise, like there's the no-entry door back in the other way that needs a big old key, but yep. that's the least of our worries right now. The suitcase needs a small key. Yep. And the safe, presumably still working, needs a three-digit key Yes, code. and we do have those three cards, though we mm-hmm. haven't seen anything that indicates the order of those cards. But do you want to, should we maybe now see what happens if we try and just put in like Two, four, six. I'm a little worried about just trying things without being 100% certain. Actually, but maybe, maybe something will happen if we do it and it's wrong. That's fair. I, I suppose that's true. I don't know if safes give clues, when, like password <laughs> hints. Yeah, but, you know, it'll be like, beep, you have one try left. It'll be like, ah. Oh. That's, yep, okay, that's we can, reasonable. We can, we can learn more through experimentation. Okay. Uh, let's try four, two, six on the safe. The safe beeps and doesn't open. Nah. I mean, should we just try them all? Because it's not, it's, not it's not that many combos. Yeah, but is that... F- 
Yeah, but this also seems to be part of the initial escape room design. That's true. Run by Chelsea. Yeah, that's true. We're in a stage of how much trust do we have? Yeah. I don't oh, know if I trust right. Chelsea to have remembered to put the hint clue in there. Oh, you're right. That's that's a scary position so to be in. So thematically, why don't we just try them all and try... So we did 426, so try 462, 246, 264, 642, and 624. And that's all of them. So there's not many combos. Okay, so you try all of them, and the safe beeps each time, each beep sounding slightly more disappointed at your brute forcing of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And okay, none of cool. them work. Interesting. Mm. So that, now we got some new info. Yep, that's fair. That's good. Does 407 work? No, it doesn't. <laughs> good. <laughs> there may be something that you haven't looked at properly yet in the room. Good. Is there anything we haven't looked at properly? Ooh, what haven't we looked, we looked at? We looked at the safe. Oh, no. We looked at the mirror. We looked at the table. We looked at the print on the wall. Oh, we haven't really looked at Oh, can we take the print off the wall and have a look behind it? Yes. And behind it, you find <laughs> a playing card, the Eight of Clubs. That eight makes of sense. Clubs. Uh, where did I write stuff? There you go. Eight of Clubs. Oh, I put infinity symbols everywhere. Now I'm adding eight to it. <laughs> well, now we have four numbers. But three of them are clubses. But three of them are clubs. Maybe those are the three that go together. Maybe. And the heart is a red heart ring. Do we brute force it again? No, this is so terrible. Two, four, no. eight, two, eight, four. Four, two, eight, four, eight, two, eight, two, oh, four, no. eight, four, two. This is just... I, I want no part of this. You brute force it. You feel terrible about yourselves. But the code 248 does open the safe. Uh, that was the first one I tried, so it's okay. <laughs> that does not make it better. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so inside the safe, you find a metal object that looks suspiciously like a handle that matches the other drawer ah. handles and maybe ah. just be able to be left to one side and a necklace. Ooh, can you tell me a necklace, little more yeah. about this necklace? What's up with the necklace? It's a very beautiful necklace. It looks very expensive. Okay, so we have a necklace now. So that's not as helpful as I was hoping. Uh, maybe we should have a closer look at this list of posh addresses. What's, what's been crossed off? Oh, were things crossed off? A, a couple yeah, of them have some... been crossed off, but you're, oh, you're not aware of the local area. You don't recognise the names, but they, they okay. sound like big, posh-sounding houses, mansions, okay. things so like the, that. So the person, the person who lived, who, who was, the, the, the missing guest was a jewel thief. That's definitely an impression that I'm starting to get. Okay. What do we do with that new knowledge? <laughs> um, hmm, what is there to do now? The prince said rise and shine, so I lie in bed and then I sit up. <laughs> Anything happen? No, no. I take the stool and I put it near the lamp and then I stand on the stool and hold the lamp up above me, hence rising and shining. Ah, you do that, you are now standing in the middle of the room on a rickety stool with a lamp <laughs> near the ceiling. Do you want to break Nothing the stool? Else changes. Yeah, is the it's, reason it's... that the stool is rickety suspicious or does it, is it just fair that it's an old crappy stool? Does it sound like there's a key inside? <laughs> nope, it's, it's just a cheap, nasty stool mm. that uh, you may not want to keep standing on because it looks like it's going to break. I jump. Um, okay, <laughs> so, so what do we do? Hold on, I've just got lots of pictures here. I'm yeah, you, gonna. Your note taking has been a bit weird. Yeah, that's true. I should order this in some way. Ahooga! That's my news alarm. Uh, hey, it's Bill, and I have some news. I'm gonna be taking part in a cool tabletop role playing game stream on Twitch. So if you wanna to listen to that, you should go and listen to that. I'm super excited and I'd love to have you all there to watch. Uh, it's going to run for a few weeks, but the first session is uh, on the 30th of September at 9pm Eastern Daylight Time, uh, which is like one day from the release of this episode. So what we're going to be doing is playing a game called Arium, which is a new game, which I don't actually know a huge amount about, but I'm super excited. There's like mechanics for world building in your first sessions, which is what we'll be doing tomorrow. And then you play a campaign in the world that you've collectively created. I'm very excited. I'm doing it with a bunch of really cool people, including the guy who made the game. Now we are doing this recording over on PG's Twitch channel, who you may remember from a previous episode of this show. So go to twitch.tv slash P-E-I-H-G-E-E to go and check it out. There's a link below. 
you don't need to do anything. You don't need to have an account. You don't need to be signed up. Just come and watch this cool stream. Say hi. We're going to be playing role-playing games. It's going to be good. All right. See you then. So what do we know? We have the bed. The bed we looked through, we scoured through, we found a, a card that didn't really... Oh, no, that was that was one of our many club cards. The bed is all white linens. It's just Other than that, it seems to just be a bed. Chest yep. of drawers we've opened. We found the Bible. Is there any extra searching we can do with that I've chest of drawers? I've already forgotten. Yeah, did we check the other two drawers? They were empty. Oh, they were? Cool. Um, they were empty, we like... and you found, ev- you found everything that was in the drawers. Great. Great. Uh, there's the lamp. The lamp is on. What if we turn the lamp off and it's super dark? Okay. Does that help us see any secret messages or hidden lines or light or anything? No, you're just stood in the dark. Okay, we turn it back on. Um, I want to I want to do something with this magnet. I want to take this magnet Oh, that's right. We have place. a magnet now. What would a but magnet do? Where would a magnet be? Does it help us? If we, like, use the magnet, there's no way we can... Maybe we can use it somewhere to, like, fish out a key from something. That is definitely like a, a thing that I've thing done to do before. With a magnet, but I don't know where. Was there? There was a in the shower. Was there a drain? Yeah. Did that? Is there a way to look into it? Like, can we? Is there any way to like that take the dumb. lamp with us? Is that <laughs> like can we set it up in the bathroom and use it to light up the drain? Yeah, you can take the the lamp into the bathroom um, because it, it it seems to be it doesn't have a wire on it, so you can pick up the lamp oh, and, nice. and carry it with you if you want. Um, and you now have a well lit bathroom. Cool. And is there anything Try in the to sink peer the... down that drain in the shower first? Uh, no, it looks like although there is a drain plate, there is nothing. There is no actual drain underneath. It's all fake. Oh, interesting. Gotcha. And again, I'm assuming the same is true for the sink. If we try and like look down the drain of the sink or something like that. Same thing. All fake. Hmm. Can we remove any of like the handles or jandals of the sink or the shower? Do they come off the wall in any way, or are they? Oh. Pretty firmly bolted. They seem pretty firmly fixed in place. Just, I don't know maybe you can just like take it off the shower and then use it as a fake door handle. Nice idea, but it's not coming off. And like, I was not under the impression that a door handle was necessarily what we were looking for. No, we're for. looking for a prying implement. I yeah, suppose. or just some mechanism that makes it swing open. Yeah. Do we have a prying... or a person on the other side? Yeah, or someone. To... Oh, yeah, or we leave and. Come around. Can I take one of the playing cards and slide it through the teeny tiny gap <laughs> just on the off chance someone sees it? Use the two of clubs. We have, we've already used that one. <laughs> um, you can do. Are you just going to wiggle it in the door or are you going to push it through? I want to push it through. Okay, so the two of clubs it pushes through and you, you hear a tiny noise That's as it gone. falls to the floor on the other side. Nothing Lost else forever. <laughs> um, oh, there's a fish on the heart because it's a red herring. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, if Chelsea had, had still been here, she would have found that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Chelsea's gone. Uh, she has. She's abandoned you. Oh, what are we doing? What, what can we use as a prying implement? Or what, what can we use to progress? Like, I, don't, I, I feel like say, I've run out of things to look at. You've hmm. been really close to the solution. Really? And Something that he's done? From it. <laughs> the drain. The toilet. You suggested toilet. And, then, and then just didn't do it. Is there anything else in the bathroom other than just the door, the toilet, the sink, and the shower? There's something there that you haven't looked at properly. The door? What's the inside of the door? On the back of the door is Seriously? hanging bathrobe. <laughs> I have checked so many doors. I have checked this door, that door, this door, that door. I have checked every door over and over again. You need to check at least one door, Danny. I'm putting this on you. I'm sorry. We walked into this hotel room. We walked into this, this hallway and I said, no, I'm going to go to that 407 door. Then we walked into that room and I said, I'm going to go check that white door to see if it's the fire door. This is not on me. Oh, so what you're saying is you went and looked at the door already and you didn't. Do- so it is on you. I'm Switching it back around. Are your swords on the back of the door? Throw, I throw my no, whatever I'm, t- I'm t- holding <laughs> across the room. Oh, it's the magnet. Ah, we lose it forever. So what's on the back of the door? So on the back of the door is a bathrobe. What's in the pocket of the bathrobe? In the pocket of the bathrobe is a small key. And oh. what is inside the key? <laughs> uh, all right, let's use the small key on the small lock to open the small suitcase. All right. And it opens. Inside is a scribbled note which says, In darkness, there is light. Well, and there is, you... and there is also a black balaclava. Oh. 
Ooh. Do you want to put on the black balaclava? Sure. And I'll turn the lamp off so we get as dark as is humanly possible. Okay. And then look around for some light. Just stumble around sure. until you smash your face on This the sounds like a great idea, but okay, I'll put on a balaclava, which for some reason I've drawn a bandana. Oh, why am I here? All right, I put that on, you turn off the light, and we see if that does a thing. Sure. You're now wearing a balaclava in a dark hotel room. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, now I turn the light back on, but you keep the balaclava on. Okay. I mean, You're it doesn't cover your eyes, in the so... Doesn't really help, does it? The balaclava is just more, more uh, evidence that he's a jewel thief. Mm. So in darkness, there is light. We've made it dark before, but it didn't really see anything. It's already pretty dark. So where else can we get darkness to be light? Is there anything else we can put this balaclava on? The lamp. Okay. Put the balaclava over the lamp. The lamp is now wearing a balaclava. That's some fan art for all of you listening at home. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Uh, what do we do, Danny? Danny, solve this for me. Sorry, I've just drawn a balaclava wearing lamp. Wonderful. It just looks like a very short person in a Halloween mask and a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, stop drawing and solve a puzzle. You're right. I'm being very distracted. Help me out. What, what are we Is that do? a Bible quote? Oh, maybe. Yes, let's go to Genesis um, 1, 1, where he's like, let there be light. You look at Genesis, you feel inspired, You, but that's it. <laughs> You struggle to read it. I create the world in seven days. <laughs> um, well, six days. I'll take a day off. Um, so what are you trying to do? I'll tell you exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> in darkness, there is light. That's it. That's, That's the extent quest. of my motivation and my understanding. Okay. We are trying to make door open. Make door open. And what do you have? A balaclava. A necklace. Army medals, a magnet, a lamp, a, list. a rickety stool, yes, and a list of posh houses. Okay, this is a good point. You I'm have already suggested it. that one of those interact with the fire door, but then you didn't do it. What? And you went oh, off and did we? other things. The lamp? How do we do this? Can we use the lamp on the fire door? Have we suggested that? Use lamp that? on fire door. <laughs> Nothing happens. Use okay. Hold on. Balaclava <laughs> hold on the door. Is it the magnet thing where you took called me a fool to attach the magnet to the fire door and see what happens? You try the magnet, which is a a large magnet on the fire door where a door handle should be, and it sticks really well. Oh, come and you pull on. the door open. <laughs> I'm off. I'm out. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm over the door. Door is closed. This is the worst I've ever done. done. I said that's exactly what we should do. And then Danny, I just, I don't even, I don't even hear. Danny's like, oh, that's the dumbest idea in the world. And another one. No, a magnet is a handle. What's going on? Okay, I'm back. Would you like to go through the fire door? No. No, I'm done. See, our video is off. You cannot see exactly what's going on in this room right now. <laughs> so I'd like to uh, use the magnet, which is a perfectly acceptable handle for a door, and I'd like to grasp it, open the door, and see what lies beyond. It sticks really well and pulls the fire door open. God's sake. <laughs> I'm fine. Ep episode eight is going to be a guest game master and me and Pat playing through the room. <laughs> Apparently two weeks straight of these things has broken me. Okay. So what is, what is beyond I'm this door? I'm forgetting doors. I'm getting everything wrong. I can't do that. So you step through the fire door and you step into a room that's uh, very dark and narrow with no lights or windows and you're sure the walls are painted black as well. 
Against the opposite wall is a desk on which is sitting a computer with two large screens, a keyboard and a mouse. The screens are on and creating a glow which is spreading up the wall to a shelf above the computer. There is a comfy office chair in front of the desk. This looks like the control room for the original game, but Chelsea is not there. Bloody Chelsea. Is there another doorway out of this room? There doesn't appear to be. Huh. Pretty bad fire exit. Pretty bad Chelsea being a ghost. Yeah, how did she get out? There's got to be a secret path out. All right, let's let's do some examining. Okay, uh, do you want to look at the computer first or do you want to jump straight up to the shelf above it to see what's going on yeah, there? Yeah, let's do shelf first. Okay, let's look at the shelf. Okay, so on the shelf is a plant with long feathery leaves. Beside it is a manual on how to use a computer. And on the right is a humorous card that says, to err is human, but to foul things up completely takes a computer. <laughs> okay, so we've got a feather plant, a comp manual, and a card that's... Now you say it's a card, is it like like a card that someone's given somebody else? Or is it just like a, like a placard card sort of thing? Uh, like a placard that you have a, a sign in an office that, that someone thinks is funny yep. and no one else does. No cool. problem. It's not like it's not like if I open it up, it says like thought saw this and thought of you. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Um, no, it's okay. it's just a, <laughs> a a plain rectangle with with those words on. And what is anything on the back? Anything on the back of it? Oh, I could hear that voice right in my earphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nothing on the back. Okay, well, we got a computer manual if we need it. Mm-hmm. We have a plant. We got a plant if we need it. Anything in the plant soil that we can see without, oh, yeah, without getting our hands too dirty. I don't want to go super digging. Well, the shelf's pretty high, um, ah. so that you can't really dig around in the soil. I take the stool and I put it on the office chair. Well, the office chair is a, is a spinny one. Do you really want to do this? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you, you put the very rickety stool now on top of the office chair, and as you stand on it, your foot goes straight through it. You cannot reach that shelf. Oh no! And what key falls out of the stool? <laughs> no key. <laughs> Damn. So I was going to suggest doing the still not sensible, but perhaps slightly more sensible thing of standing on the desk. Oh yeah. Can we stand on the you desk? Can, you can stand on the desk, but the shelf is really high and you can't reach it. Man, Chelsea's a giant. <laughs> She's nine feet. A giant ghost. Um, okay, well, just to put off the computer stuff until right at the end, can I have As a look we at the must. chair? It's yeah, a normal I mean, office chair. You've now fallen into it. I go up, fair. I go down, I lean back, I adjust the lumbar support. You adjust it until you are incredibly comfortable, but there is nothing more interesting about it. That all chair's right. where they spent all the money. All right, well, let's now, go, go. Let's keep going. Oh, please. I turn around and I look at the other side That's of the fire point. door. That's also a very good and point. And there is nothing else of note on the fire door on the inside. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can take a look at the computer now, I suppose. On the screen is just a window which says, enter password. Well, here's hoping the manual tells us what passwords are. Yeah, maybe the manual says what the default password is and she'd never bother changing it. Something the like that. The shelf is really high, you can't reach Oh yeah, the that's yeah. right. Okay, what do you do? About, what do we do to solve the high shelf problem? Well, we do still. Maybe we don't solve the high shelf problem just yet. Maybe we have the password already. Yeah, maybe it's something on a placard. Oh, or yeah. Or in a Bible. We, I type foul things up completely. Nothing happens. What's the plan, Danny? We're stuck. I, I... Trapped once again in the morass of our own failures. We've got a computer. There's two screens. Is there anything like, if we search around, is there anything like underneath the mouse, underneath the keyboard, behind the screens? Is there a post-it note where someone's written their password? No, unfortunately not. They seem to have good security. You can imagine that someone possibly sat in the office chair at the computer and had to think up a password and may have looked around to be inspired, but they yes. haven't written it down. Hmm. Plant man card. Perfect. We got a key we got a computer. Okay, if we're sitting on the chair, have we used that the fact that that thing said in darkness there's light? I don't think we've used that, have we? No, we we're, use the balaclava we're itself. We're in the darkness. Is the password light? 
No, it's not. What are we doing? We're sitting in a chair. We're looking at a computer. We're trying to get the idea of what a password could be. From the chair, does the does the shelf or the things on the shelf look any different now that I'm sitting in the chair? Uh, no, they're, they're in clear view. You can imagine someone leaning back in the chair, looking up and going, well, what will my password be? And maybe seeing this seeing shelf of, of items. Burn. What did manual? Yeah, what, what did the card say exactly again? To err is human, but to foul things up completely takes a computer. So what would that? How would how would that become a password? If you were sitting and looking at the at the, at the is there is the, the computer manual labeled in any particular way? Like, is there, does it have a fun name? The computer manual is called. Do you need some help with your IT? Hmm. I don't know what I would be do. I don't know how to solve this one, Danny. It's all right. We're going to take some time to think. Like in a real escape room, this is the real reason that you want like four people so that the other three can wander around trying stuff while you just sit well, and just think sit for and a think. moment. It's interesting what you called the plant because yeah, you nailed the fern? type of plant it is. It is a fern. Is there a, can we like, is this a rebus? Fern Furniture. Fern. You- you type it. furniture into the password. You're right. And it Fern it er. Ah, furniture. Ah, that's very good. And now I can leave. <laughs> you are redeemed. Wait, sorry, sorry. Let's try. Let, let me. Let's do it this way instead. Uh, let's just retake that. Danny. Oh no, he's gonna edit it. He's gonna edit here it go, to get go. rid of me getting it no, right. No, 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 stop him. Not that. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, Danny, why don't you say that again? Suggest the password. Furniture. That's just stupid. That'll never work. Okay, gotcha. I think we should sit here in this room and come up with a different password because that's crazy. Okay, so now that we put furniture into the computer, what happens? Loads up? It does load up. Uh, So you type furniture into the computer and the enter password box is replaced by a small window with two circles on the left screen. Above one is turn on lights. And the other is turn on cameras. And is there anything on the right screen? There's nothing on the right screen. I reckon if we turn on the cameras, they'll appear on the right screen. Would you want to click? Can we just click on turn on cameras? Okay. You click turn on cameras and the right screen fills with four images. Three of the hotel room from different angles and one of the bathroom. You're relieved to see that no one else is in there with you. (laughs) Although, where is Chelsea? Yeah. And now let's turn on the lights. The lights are already on. Oh, so do you want to turn, turn them off? off the lights? You turn off the lights. On the camera in the bathroom, you see something written on the tiled wall in a luminous paint. Yes. There are letters and numbers. What does it say? O T G E N C H 4 V 2 4. O T Gench. Okay, I know what. I, I get this. You do? This I get. O-T-G-E-N-C-H-4-V-2-4. Well read out to obscure it. (laughs) Oh. But it's actually O-T-G-E-N-C-H. It's O-Teganetch. Tegench. Really? What is it? I'm comfortable. No, I'm comfortable. What is it? 4-V-2-4? I'll say uh, this is a similar thing. Like it's not written in the same way, but this is something that I had in our last season in Chronomaly. With the Bible passages? Where I worried and just going, ooh, do people automatically get what that says? Old Testament. Yeah. Genesis chapter four, verse two, four. If it's not right, I'm going to be really embarrassed. I go to the OT. I go to Gen. I hit the ch four and I go to the 24. In the KJB. (laughs) In the Bible, you find Genesis chapter 4, verse 2, and it says, If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. If Cain is avenged... Who's Lamech? That name I do not know. No. Not that I'm a Bible scholar by any stretch of the imagination. If Cain is avenged seven times, then how's Lamech spelt? L-A-M-E-C-H. Lamech. Oh, so 77 times. So does that mean there'll be some code or something that we'll find that we'll have to then do... Is it like a, is it a multiple of a set? Like an like 11 
11 times as much. I don't, I don't know what that means. Goodness. All right, if Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech, 77 times. Oh, what are we doing? I feel stuck. You are stuck. You're trapped in an escape room. Yeah. How are you going to get out? Now that we've turned the computer on and things like that, is the room 407 door lit up again? Like all the lights are back on. Is it is it now open? A ball? So you go back to the main hotel room and have another look at that digital number pad. It's not lit up. Everything hmm. else is powered back on, but that hasn't. Hmm. It there is a wire coming from it, and it looks like it's it's failed to to power up. But surely there must be a a backup way of. Can we follow? Out. Can we follow the wire, or does it just go straight into the wall? It just goes into the wall. Hmm. That's curious. Do you want to have a better look at this number pad? Yeah, please. So the, the number pad seems unusually large. It's protruding from the wall quite a distance. Um, and it would have had um, the lit display when it was on. It looked like it would take maybe three or four numbers. It's got the numbers zero to nine. But it's it does seem you know, larger it than off? it needs to be. Can, can we remove it? Uh, you, you try wrenching it from the wall. It doesn't come away. But then a small panel on the side comes away in oh. your hand. Oh. It looks like it might take some batteries. Out of the lamp. Uh, lamp has batteries. Can we open the lamp? Yeah, electricity goes <laughs> off and the, uh, you put electricity on and thing doesn't turn on. Yeah, that's generally pretty normally batteried, isn't lamp, it? Lamp, lamp. Is, can we get the batteries out of the lamp? Whew. You can do. You get two AAA batteries from the lamp. And put them into the numpad. And it lights up. It lights up. It lights up. So now we can put in 777. (laughs) You can do. And it opens. Oh, wow. Damn. (laughs) Kane, Lamech. And we... (laughs) Revenge. Revenge. So you find yourself back in the dingy hallway, but you notice something has changed. Sweet. The impressive padlock on the door with the no entry sign has changed (laughs) it's now a simple padlock with three number dials that's the one to go into that secret room that was locked before yes the no entry one that you passed on the way in wait so they just changed what the lock was yes was that her lock and she took it home with her (laughs) uh that's weird it's well first question what happens if we try and leave via just the main door can we just leave it's now locked Ah. okay um, so we need one more three-digit code. Okay, so where have we found a three-digit code that we haven't used? Okay, we looked at that door. Yeah, can we have a look all? at the, what the, Is there anything, it's just normal looking? The num, like the lock itself, is there anything interesting about the number pad? Um, so it's a, a padlock with three number dials on it. Um, it's a, oh. a cheap standard dial lock. Sounds about right. And this door, the door itself, it just said no entry, didn't it? 407. It opens. <laughs> I was going to try that. I got in And you got there first. You. Oh, well, you can go in, in first. Check out this extra sure. room. Sure. All right. I swing open that door. So you walk into a room that is beautifully decorated with a plush carpet on the floor. It's softly lit with upright lamps. There are wood panels across the floor. And there are a couple of large bookcases on the wall opposite. And in the middle of the room are two leather sofas facing each other. Most surprisingly, sitting on the sofa is a woman who clicks a stopwatch in her hand and beckons for you to sit opposite her, smiling warmly. Mm. It's Chelsea. Congratulations! You solved the game! So who was our guest in the hotel? Well, it was like a jewel thief, but also you, because the hotel fire exit went to the control room for this game. So it was a mix between you and also maybe a jewel thief. Maybe you're a jewel thief. It was Chelsea the jewel thief. (laughs) It was a jewel thief. You have solved the game. Congratulations. (laughs) How did you get out? How did you get out, Chelsea? She gleefully stands up and swings open one of the bookcases and it opens up into the control room. Oh, Chelsea! It's a very well-hidden door. 